On Friday, the Defense Department marked an important milestone in its effort to boost the cybersecurity of its industrial base. It released the final guidance for its Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification Program, the CMMC. Version 1.0 will start appearing as a requirement in contract solicitations this year. But as Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports, it won't completely penetrate the acquisition system for another six years. CMMC 1.0 comes after the department spent several months circulating draft versions of the model and getting comments from the vendors who will eventually have to live by it. It contains five different levels of cybersecurity rigor, from basic hygiene requirements for vendors who don't deal with sensitive data to detailed lists of security controls for companies who could put the department in serious cyber jeopardy if their systems were penetrated. Defense officials say they're taking a slow, deliberate approach because fully implementing CMMC will be a major challenge. Every company that does business with the Pentagon will have to get some level of certification from a third-party assessor, and the entire defense acquisition workforce will need to be trained on how to apply the model to their contracts. That training will start to appear on the Defense Acquisition University's website this summer. At about the same time, DOD picks its first 10 contracts that will be subject to CMMC. The requirements will first appear in requests for information on new procurements, then in formal requests for proposals later this year. In the meantime, the department is looking at some of its large existing contracts with established vendors to start mapping out how CMMC will work with their systems. Ellen Lord is the Undersecretary of Defense for Acquisition and Sustainment. Obviously, this is a complicated rollout for industry, and we're being realistic in terms of making sure we have Pathfinder projects, and then we implement it and learn, get the feedback, and go on. This is a critical cornerstone of the department's overall cybersecurity effort, and we believe we are doing this with what I would call irreversible momentum. We want to make sure that this works and that it is sustained. The CMMC effort crossed another major milestone in January by standing up an accreditation body that the department says will operate independently from the Pentagon. Via a memorandum of understanding, the 13-member board will decide which third-party assessors are allowed to certify contractor systems under CMMC. Katie Arrington is DOD's Chief Information Security Officer for Acquisition. The department has delivered the CMMC model version 1.0 to the accreditation board. The accreditation board will then use the model and the associated assessment guides to mature training for candidates C3PAOs. In parallel, the the AB board will establish requirements for candidates C3PAOs and individual assessors. We've had numerous companies ask, How do I become a C3PA or a credentialed CMMC assessor? The CMMC AB will establish requirement for candidate CPAOs and individual assessors. In addition, the CMMC AB will provide updates on training classes, which are planned to start in early spring 2020. Lastly, the accreditation board and the CMMC website will be the best places for company to get the information. In a press briefing on Friday, defense acquisition officials emphasized they're doing everything they can to ensure they're not taking a one-size-fits-all approach to CMMC and that they see it as critical that the process not drive small businesses away from defense work. Arrington says half of the new accreditation body is made up of members with a small business background, and small business owners have been part of the weekly working groups DOD has been using in its development process since last April. In addition, the department offered cybersecurity training to 5,200 small businesses last year in preparation for the CMMC rollout. 
Arrington argues the new model will create a more level playing field than DOD's current cybersecurity regime for industry, which requires all vendors to self-attest that they meet 110 specific security controls laid out by the National Institute of Standards and Technology. Currently today, if you have two small businesses bidding on work and they both have a CUI on the net and they have to, they're self-attesting to the DFAR clause, company A may only really be doing 80 with a plan of action to do the other 30 and they're not implementing them. Company B, they are actually doing all 110 controls. They are doing, they're self-attesting that they are doing everything that they have signed and said that they would do in regards to the NIST. Company A's rates are generally going to be lower because they're not doing those additional 30 controls. But oddly, they're both technically acceptable. The CMMC is going to change that. We need to make sure that our our industry partners are prepared to take on the work, and the third-party auditors will ensure that they are implementing the practices that we need in place to secure the national defense and our industrial base. The new certification process will only apply to new contracts, but there will be no exceptions. That means even work the DOD solicits in non-traditional ways, like through other transaction agreements, will still have to comply with the process. As another way to make sure CMMC doesn't get in the way of the department's simultaneous efforts to involve non-traditional vendors, DOD will offer help to anyone who needs it through its procurement technical assistance centers. Again, Undersecretary Lord. One of my biggest concerns is implementing CMMC for small and medium businesses because that's where a large part of innovation comes from. We need small and medium businesses in our defense industrial base, and we need to retain them. We know that the adversary looks at our most vulnerable link, which is usually six, seven, eight levels down in the supply chain. So right now, there are a number of primes who have come up with some ideas about how to more cost-effectively accredit small and medium businesses. This includes developing a number of different groups to streamline the certification process. Kevin Fahey, the Assistant Secretary of Defense for Acquisition, says some of those prime contractors might choose to accomplish that streamlining by extending their own cybersecurity boundaries to help protect smaller firms. There are certain instances where they have a critical subcontractor that what they do is that subcontractor works within their infrastructure. Right, so that's something that that would definitely carry in the future where it's a critical thing. So they do that today. Right, so the meaning that this is something that we want to get to in terms of DevSecOps, we are creating cloud environments to develop and then push capability. Um, One of our ideas going all the way along was instead of having smalls create their own infrastructure, would be just to come and work inside of a secure government environment. And what Kevin's saying, is the primes are saying perhaps they could come and work inside of a prime secure environment. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Check out Jared's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Whether in person or remote, open communication with your doctor is key to managing any condition, including heart failure. How have you been feeling? Um, I'm okay. Both are great options to continue having open conversations with your doctor about how you're feeling. I've had less energy. And when you speak openly with your doctor, they're better equipped to help. Visit HeartFailureTalks.com to learn more. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.